Do you want the secret to becoming a profitable entrepreneur? It's not working 80 hours a week. It's not missing out on all the fun stuff in life. It's not feeling overwhelmed or burned out. While becoming an entrepreneur does require hard work, don't get me wrong, it's not what's going to make your business successful. If you want to truly become a profitable entrepreneur, you need to learn how to master your mindset, evolve your skills, and market your services to your ideal customer. You must commit to mastery, become the best at what you do, and never stop learning. Becoming a profitable entrepreneur is 100% possible, and I will teach you how in my free five-day workshop, Profitable Entrepreneur. I want, you to, I want to personally invite you, podcast listener of mine, and you can sign up. The link is on the description of this podcast episode. See you there. This is How She Owns It, a podcast dedicated to female entrepreneurs and those visionaries who left their 9 to 5 to own their time, their finances, and their joy in life by building their own businesses. I'm your host, Pauline Malabai, digital business strategist, director of operations, and agency owner of PMC, where our mission is to cater to visionaries with strategy, coaching, and implementation support. Each week, I give business wisdom and chat with other CEOs on how they are owning their happiness in life. Tune in to find out how to move the needle forward in your business and fully step into your role as CEO. Hello, friends. Welcome to How She Owns It, a podcast dedicated to female entrepreneurs and boss moms who left their 9 to 5 to own their time their finances, and their joy by building their own businesses. And in this episode, I'm so happy to have a former boss of mine, <laughs> Melissa <laughs> Alameda. Did I say that right? Yes, Brilliant. she did. <laughs> she hails from Tennessee. Yes. Um, yes. And she does so many things. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself because I don't think I can cover all of your businesses. <laughs> Yes. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, so yes, I do. Like she said, I have tons of businesses that I kind of just put together and every day I start a new one. <laughs> There's always the ideas. But um, yeah, so what I do is I run No Limits, pretty much of enterprise, uh, No Limits, inter- uh, well, No Limits Virtual Solutions, No Limits Beauty. Uh, I have No Limits Health Coach. Um, it just the No Limits brand itself just going about to everything, kind of hitting every, everything out there in the business. Yeah, and I love it. So how did you come up with no limits? Because I know that's kind of your core value. Yes. Um, well, no limits kind of stuck with me, gosh, since I was young. And like, I want to say it was in high school. Uh, my freshman year, I think it kind of more stuck with me where it was, I just got in that, that, that mode of instead of becoming that, that weird, strange I'm a freshman, you know, person, it was more of like, Hey, I can do this. I can do whatever I want to be. I can do, you know, whatever anybody tells me I can't do, I was going to do it. And it was more of like, at first it was like, Oh, it was more of a dare kind of name. And it just became a name for me. It was like everything I did was no limit smell because I really didn't have a limit to it. And it grew and grew and grew and it stuck with me forever. And that literally became my core value of like, 
why would I not be able to do it? Why, why is there a limit? Why is someone telling me no, no, I'm going to do it. There's no limit. So. I love that. I love that. And I think as women as well, sometimes we're socialized and pigeonholed quite early on and we start to put these mindset blocks in our, in ourselves, you know, growing yeah. up, you know, oh, you can't play. I mean, coming from my kind of Catholic Asian parents and I had an older brother and my, you know, my parents were like, oh, you can't like be playing out in the streets when it's night with these boys. And I'm like, why? My brother's doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I love that. I absolutely love that. And I've, I've been struggling to start, um, like to figure out my business name. So I just kind of just picked my name. So I love the fact that you kind of knew already. So I think there's always been that entrepreneur in you. Right. From yeah. The get-go. Oh yeah. My mom says I was born an entrepreneur. Um, it, it literally, I had, mud pie business when I was a kid. I had a lemonade stand, like you name it business wise. I was making money at five and my mom always encouraged me to do everything I could. I know it drove her insane. My parents were just very supportive and that was extreme helpful for me as well. Just being able to know that I could try anything, no matter if I stuck with it or not, I tried it. Lovely. And so what was your first business? Oh gosh. Um, my first, my very first business, like a real business or my kid business. (laughs) (laughs) The one where you were like, yeah, I can do this. I'm making money. (laughs) Yeah. Um, gosh, I, well, as I got, was, as I got older, when I was a kid, um, I was in, I was in entertainment. So, uh, no limits entertainment began, um, when I was, I want to say I was like 18. Um, I started No Limits Entertainment and it was just about being a dancer. And I was a backup dancer for quite some time for different music groups and just, you know, did whatever I could, auditioned for anything I could. And I started my own company with just me. It was just me. And then it became me and some other girls, me and some, me and another band. Um, and then I started managing bands and managing dancers. Wow. And then photography came in, into play where I was like, okay, I'm going to be managing models and so no limits entertainment was like very the very first one I started um I quickly outgrew the entertainment as I got older because of just this scale of like the shift it it had on timing wise and that's where I became a mother so I couldn't be out late anymore so (laughs) that had to shift (laughs) I love it because one of my clients um I messaged her like she's based in Australia and I messaged her at like 11 p.m. my time and she was like you're still up and I'm like yeah it's only 11 she's like no I'm in bedtime by 9 p.m. <laughs> moms can relate to that I love it so yeah it's funny yeah sometimes there's days where I'm like I'm done I cannot there's my day is done but there's times that, like last night I stayed up until 3 a.m. working on some stuff so it makes so much sense knowing like your background now, because actually for the listeners, Melissa gave me a really great, when I was starting out, she gave me a really great sales coaching and it makes sense that you're such a great business developer because you've had, you know, at 18, you were doing all these things. Um, mm-hmm. So I always like to make this podcast very educational, really add value to the listeners. When you were starting out, what were your biggest lessons, especially when you had, you know, you, ha- you had to do it yourself, you were very young. And, you know, were were there any hard-earned lessons that you you really learned along the way? Yes. Um, Gosh, the number one thing was patience. (laughs) Um, I am not a very patient person. I am 
Let's give it to me now. I want this. Let's make it happen right now. We can do it in 24 hours. I promise. <laughs> um, I, it definitely patience was something that was the hardest thing for me to learn. Um, and even now I still, I, I just still always have that go, 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 um, you know, personality, but patience was definitely my thing when I was younger that I did not have at all. And I realized my business probably could have been more of an enterprise and solid enterprise if I was had a little bit more patience and let it grow um, before I went on to the next idea, the next, um, you know, event or next, um, you know, business idea. So it was, it was definitely going to be patience. Um, so I would say if anybody out there is trying to start a business or trying to just come up with different things of where they want to be in life, I would say have patience, have faith that it's all going to come together. Um, and it takes time. It, nothing really yeah. grows overnight. You know, there's, you know, a, you got to put your seeds in and let them grow from there. But having patience is definitely going to be key. Yeah, I completely agree. Like the, I'm exactly the same as you even now. I'm quite young anyway. I've just turned 25 and still a baby. <laughs> I'm still a baby. <laughs> my parents, my parents, my friends don't say that. They call me grandma because I'm like one of the oldest, but <laughs> Um, not nice and um, nothing wrong with grammars love grammars um, but yeah and I think for me it is that like I always have to remind myself no you got to pay your dues you got to pay your dues you got to pay your dues um, you know and having kind of like lack of entitlement that you do just have to put the work in and, and be consistent so I think that's so true um, for our listeners who maybe starting out and you know your, your company right now and how I came how I connected with you is through interning with your online kind of business management agency which is kind of where I'm pivoting my business now too what would be your top tips for someone who's starting out and possibly you know having to juggle everything like all solopreneurs have to juggle everything they have to learn sales they have to learn accounting they have to I don't even know like do all the things um what would be your biggest advice to them especially if they're like not very patient as you know (laughs) (laughs) um have an idea box like if you're not a patient person or in any entrepreneur, honestly, like the reason why they're entrepreneurs is because they have an amazing creative mind. And the best thing for me was when I saw my mind going to the next big thing, I would write it down, put it in a box and let myself complete the one project I am on now. Um, and again, that helped me with my patience you know, so that kind of helped me with this, the creative, the creative, um, things that were constantly flowing, um, so that I didn't lose a thought, but I knew that I can always go back to it when I was done with one thing. Um, but I would also say, you know, if you're doing, or if you want to do a business that you're offering many services, I would say an entrepreneur must know every single service you're going to offer, at least dabble it in. You know, I'm not the greatest graphic artist, but I know how to do graphics. I'm not a web designer, but I can design a website, you know? So I would definitely say if you're going to offer anything out there, know exactly what you're doing. You know, they, they say, um, if you're going to own a building, know how to clean it first. Uh, you know, and that's definitely like the, the key of knowing how to run a big entrepreneur job or any kind of business. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's important, at, at, at least from a, a boss, I don't even like saying the word boss, but like from a boss and 
um, downwards perspective, like the people that you're leading, you should have some kind of empathy, like just to have a bit of empathy on what they're doing and their struggles. I think it's really important to know what, at least a little bit of what they're doing, like job wise, yeah. be able to do it yourself. Yeah. And, and then, I would also, mm-hmm. I would also say too, you know, um, know when to ask for help too. You know, it's, it's an amazing feeling to get coached and it's that, you know, what I say is coach the coach. And I think that's like number one key to know when to ask for help and know when like, it's okay to say, I don't know something as yeah. well. Absolutely. I mean, I always, I have a friend who's totally against coaching. <laughs> like he's just like, but people know what they want. I, I believe that people really know what they want. And I was like, no, no, no you know what you want, <laughs> but do you know how to get there? <laughs> that's another exactly. that's a different thing. Totally I just, different. I recently just invested in a coach as well, um, or an accelerated program because it got to the point where I made a silly mistake with a client and I was like, I could have totally avoided that if I knew what I was doing. Or I talked to someone who did the thing, did the same thing and like, you know, was able to correct me before it happened. So I think, yeah, I totally agree. I think everyone should have a therapist, a coach, a life coach, whatever it is, <laughs> a mentor at the very least. Yes. And, and know that not just one, you know, like mm. there's so, I have a good 10 that people that I go to all the time, you know, it just depends how I feel that day and who I want to talk to. <laughs> yeah. But that's key to, you know, I, I think that's probably like the most fun part of my business is my coaching. And when I actually get to coach other business or, beginner entrepreneurs when they're have an idea and they don't know how to get it, how to get it started. I love that. That's like the most exciting thing for me is to find that, that little passion and how to spark it to other people. I think it's so much fun. Yeah. Melissa's my WhatsApp coach. Cause she just wants some <laughs> voice notes. <laughs> Even on her birthday while she's, while she's on a road trip, she's still be like, okay girls, this is what you should do. This is, yeah. and I love, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's like, Woman, you're on a road trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. So you mentioned you're a mom and you have a, gr- a little girl and she's absolutely gorgeous. Thank and, you. you know, I made this podcast dedicated for mompreneurs and, you know, moms who are trying to juggle it all and be CEOs, but also, you know, dedicate themselves to their children. What, were, what was your experience with trying to pursue that pursue an entrepreneurial, you know, building your empire and, and racing. And I know you're a single mom and racing your child. Oh gosh. Um, there is continuous challenges every day. Um, there's literally not a day that I don't have a challenge or a new challenge. Um, overcoming the fact that there's people that are going to say negative things that, you can't be a single mom and run a business. You can't start a business. Or right now, I homeschool, am a single mom, and I run a business. Um, you know, and people are like, you, you can't do that. And I'm like, why? Like, there's always way. There's been people out there that have been doing it for years. You know, so be, becoming a single mom was a shock for me. And it was a, ch- a huge challenge. And that, when I, know, when I realized that I can overcome becoming a single mother, and actually be able to keep a kid alive, um, you know, that was like overcoming enough. And, and I felt like that was like my biggest challenge ever my whole life. Mm. Um, and if I can overcome that, I can literally overcome anything else. And just having that mindset was, was the most important thing. Just having that most 
positive mindset that you can overcome anything there is, whatever obstacle there is, and just do it. And working your way around things, you know, like my schedule with my daughter's school, me homeschooling, I never thought that would, that would be a day that I would do that. And I'm a teacher. Like I, I, I never thought I would be able to do that, but I just move things around. She's cool with it, you know, and because she sees me coaching other people all the time, it's actually um, inspired her where, you know, she's nine. So she understands what I'm doing now before it was just like, mommy's a coach. Mommy's something else. She's, you know, she didn't really understand all what I was doing, but now she fully understands. And I feel like now more than ever, it's important for me to overcome anything so that she understands that she could be anything and overcome any challenge that hits her. And she's, she started her own little show now and she's inspiring. Oh. So I, it's just oh. so important. Yeah. What a confident girl. I was, I was like hiding behind people when I was nine. <laughs> oh gosh. I was so shy. My daughter came out saying, hello, everybody. <laughs> No, she I think that's such that- a testament to how good you are as a mother because I feel like confident children, that's like in- that confidence is instilled in them by the people who have influence in their lives. So I think yeah. that's such a good sign. I, I aspire to have very confident children <laughs> because, yeah, it's a good model, model to, to, to model to your children the no limits attitude for sure. Yes. Oh my gosh. I cannot like when I see other kids saying they can't or, or they're, you know, they're shy. I'm like, why? Let's come on. Come on. Let's get out there. And my daughter's another person that she'll take another shy kid and bring them out and she'll have fun with them and bring them out to, to dance, have a little dance party, whatever. She does her little thing with them. So yeah, I find it so important to, to have that in my daughter as well. Let's do a quick coaching just for fun little quick coaching um section here so the whole ethos of the business is no limits and being unstoppable and you know as much as I agree with that and as much as I absolutely want to live that to 110 percent just last week I literally just had a little bit of a breakdown I just thought what am I doing what I just left my corporate (laughs) job can't do this like what who am I why am I starting an agency what what what? I'm 20 I'm 24 I just had my birthday but I was just like having a little bit of a like okay let me just go in my closet put my diffuser on and just breathe (laughs) so what would you have and and this is a very common thing amongst um, people who are starting out but people who are also you know going into scaling their businesses what kind of advice as a coach would you give for someone who's just having a little, having a day. Yeah. I would say have a day. It's totally okay to have those days of just like, what the heck am I doing? Why am I doing this? But I think those questions that we need to ask each other is why are we doing it? Why do we want to get started in the first place? There, we woke up that day with a with an idea for a reason because we have a passion inside of us. We have a little fire that we continuously want to burn. And the the question is, okay, you got your little panic attack out. Great. Now let's get back to it. So why was your reason that you started this? Why was that little thought of your business come together? When we find that that passion and that little spark, we want to figure out every single way we want to keep it alive. So 
we're always going to have those days of breakdowns. I have them all the time. Like, <laughs> golly, I have tons of businesses and I'm a single mom and I'm living this crazy world right now. It's going to happen. And to allow yourself to just have that little mental breakdown once in a while, just do it. Have it because it's normal. We need that. We need that little like, oh my goodness, because it keeps us, it keeps us going. It gives you that little panic. Make sure it lets us know that we're alive and that we are living on the edge. And for me, I shoot by the hip. I live on the edge every single day. It keeps me going. And I think anybody who has that panic attack, who doesn't have a panic attack when you have a business, you're not normal <laughs> because you're, you're a psychopath. Those moments. <laughs> yeah. Like how do you run a business without having a panic attack? Like, tell me, tell me your tricks because there's no such thing, you know? Um, but just going back, you know, going back to that moment of like your why, your reason, your spark, what designed your business, what was in your head when you thought about it and cap- capture that moment again and say, okay, this is it. Take a deep breath and then go at it again. And and just know that we're all humans and we can always need those moments of breakdowns. And then we have those moments of like, okay, let's get this going again. Absolutely. Great. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll, I'll keep that whenever I have, I'm going back to that, <laughs> to that <laughs> moment. I'm like, no, Mal said I can have my cookies and just chill. It's fine. I'm having a bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Perfect. Well, I, I want to, I'm so excited because I want the listeners to know about the new business that you've just launched. Oh, and goodness, yes. yes. And I just, after, after we just said the, the coaching thing, I think I know what the podcast episode title will be. It's going to be how she owned having no limits. I think that's going to be your, the podcast uh, episode title. I love it. But tell us about no limits beauty. Cause you know, you look great. <laughs> this is all original <laughs> original product so tell, yes. tell the listeners about it yes um so I recently started No Limits Beauty by Mel and it, it was something literally I started overnight uh well I guess I started all my businesses overnight um but this one literally was like okay I ran out of makeup and my best friend has been selling this makeup forever and I was like, listen, I called her up one night. I said, I'm running out of makeup. I need it. I, I just, let me try your makeup. Let me try her thing. And um, she sent me, you know, my little order of makeup. She matched my skin and like I got my order within like four days. Within like two days of using my makeup, I was like, no, like everybody has to do this. Everybody has to use this. It made me feel amazing. It got me, and I'm not one to always do a live video or anything like that. It got me to do a live video. Like, literally, I wanted to talk on the camera all day long because I wanted to let people feel and see. Like, not anybody can feel my my face on the camera, but it was just like, you got it. Like, it's just amazing feeling of my skin. So it was just like, I knew my confidence grew just by this makeup. And it, it was just an amazing thing where it was just like, I got to share this and knowing that there's other women out there that are probably either wearing makeup that are not for themselves and why not share this? So I, I called my friend up. I said, I'm going to, I want to sell this. I'm going to start my own business and what do I need to do to do this? And within one week's time, I launched the business and within 30 days, probably less than 30. No, I take that back. 
within two weeks from starting the business, within two weeks of starting the business, I had already scaled up, ranked up in the business and scaled into a whole nother level um, with the business. And we actually started um, our own little talk show, which is called Wind Down Makeup. And it was just going to be talking about how to look and feel confident in your own skin and how to empower other women to have that same thing. And and those women can empower others because it's just so important um, to look beautiful and and to also feel beautiful. Um, Women tend to, especially moms, like I was one of them. I got into a rut where I didn't do my hair. I didn't do my makeup for forever. And I know that feeling and the importance of just throwing on some makeup, even if you're just going to wash or clean your house, like just go put some makeup on, feel good. My mom in pandemic, she was walking around with jewelry and I'm like, she's (laughs) me. And she's full out, full out jewelry. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I don't go anywhere. So I got to wear it and feel pretty. And she's like jangling with every single jewelry she owns, but it made her feel good. And yeah. I think the makeup, the beauty line is going to be able to do the same thing. And we just launched with makeup. We're eventually going to have other um, products. Um, hopefully by the end of the year, we'll have a lot more products, but makeup is the first thing we did launch, but I'm super excited about it. It's just, it's so exciting for it. And we're definitely going to include all of that in the show notes because I can't stop smiling because you're so like me. It's like months, no days. Give it to me in days. But we'll launch in a week. <laughs> I feel like if every single female had this mentality, we would literally rule the world. Like we'll just kick oh, yeah. Trump out of the office and be like, no, you haven't done anything. <laughs> Let's do something. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. And like I've never, I'm completely new to a makeup business. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be like, you can do that. You can start your own. You don't have to be L'Oreal or you don't have to be able. Yeah. In this business, you literally can work from home and just do this. So any mom out there or any woman in general out there that wants to work from home and wants to have the to feel confident and look pretty like this is like the best business to open. Like honestly, it really is. It was so simple too. the makeup is super easy. I, my tutorials, I tell everything. I do have a background of hair and makeup. I am a cosmetologist. So I, I do have that back there. Um, not that I've been using that license for any, oh my gosh, it's been like maybe five years since I had my own salon. Um, so it definitely, um, just knowing the fact that it is simple, it's super simple. Anybody can do it. And if you don't know how I teach you and my tutorials are super easy, they're fun. I put music on, I'm dancing and, and you know, and that's why my show wind down, uh, makeup started too, was because I wanted to just sit there and talk with everybody. Um, and just in either put makeup on or just talk, you know, and there's a lot of things where I sat, I did a video. Oh my gosh. I don't remember how long it was. And I was talking to a client. She didn't know how to put her makeup on. So we just sat there. We had fun. We had little, you know, appetizers. We had our drinks and we're just putting on makeup and talking. And it was just so much fun. And it was just like being a little girl again and just playing yeah, makeup. I was going to say, it just gives me throwback to like sleepovers where you're like, yes. Yeah, like mean girls or something. I don't know, like some chick <laughs> in the background and like or Beyonce, and then you just put makeup on and look horrendous because you don't know what you're doing. Blue eyeshadow, like who knew blue eyeshadow could look so bad? <laughs> um, but no, that's that's amazing. And 
I mean, I am I'm kind of a numbers person. So like, what would you say was the, um, if a mom is listening to this and thinking, oh, okay, I, I love makeup and I like teaching too. So what's kind of, what resources should they look into it to, to start their own kind of makeup line? Yeah. So I would say if you're going to start your own business in the makeup itself, um, hmm. definitely visit me. I can definitely coach you through it. Um, to start out, it wasn't a lot at all. Like literally mm. one credit card, I started it and paid off the credit card within two weeks. Like mm. that's how fast it was. And it's, you know, $300 to start your, your own business mm. and you get a whole full kit. I walk you through how to use your kit and then how to start it. And how, if you want to have where you're just, you know, being active in the company and just getting free product. Or if you want to scale it to like how my level where I'm actually running a full business out of it. And yeah, granted, I'm not just doing makeup, but it's going to be a lot more. And if you want to scale more, if you have more ideas, you can actually scale the other business ideas within your makeup, you know? So it's just, anybody can really literally can do it super easy. Um, you know, I would say if you're going to start it, reach out to me because Amazing. I started it within one week, one week's time. I launched my business and within two weeks, it already scaled up. So it, it's, it's super easy. Nice. Okay. Well, we'll send all your details in the show notes so everyone can find you and you can give Mel some love. Yes. Down to my favorite question to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what has been your proudest moment in your journey? So build on everyone. So you can, you can yeah. take some time to pause here. You know, I would say my proudest moment is not just like anything that, like specifically what I've done within my business. If anything, it would be how I coach. Um, you know, I've been through so many things in my life and to, to know that I had the mindset of no limits was everything. There was just, there was not going to be a no, there was not going to be me sitting down and say, I can't do this. Um, me instilling that into other people would say, I would say that's my proudest moment, even with my child. Um, when, I see, you know, my interns, I'm coaching them, I'm teaching them how to do what they, whatever they want to do, whether if they want to be in this kind of business or any kind of business, uh, if they want to just start makeup. I think that that coaching aspect of seeing somebody transform from that, like, what do I do stage to like, I run my own business stage, you know, like even for you, like looking at you running your own show, running your own business, like, I know I didn't have a lot to do with that because you already had that amazing spark before you came to me, but just seeing you grow and seeing the other interns in my, in my company grow, um, seeing my daughter start her own little video chat and, you know, eventually it'll be a podcast. I swear she's going to do her own thing, but just seeing how people talk about their own spark, their own business, um, I love that. Like I, I would say that for me, I'm so proud of. It's like one of those moments, like you see somebody walk for the first time. It's like, yes, 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 you did it. Um, that's my proudest moments of just seeing somebody transform, um, from when they first came to me to the next, you know, their next big thing that I would say. Yeah. 
I think you had a, to be honest, I think you had a, you know, a bigger part than you think in, in kind of my development. I mean, without, you without even you trying, like, I think I told you, like I said to her, oh, Mel, I really like what you're doing here. Like, I think I can do this. Let me just, let me just follow, <laughs> let me just follow your blueprint and see where it goes. And, yeah. you know, it's been challenging for sure. And it's kind of like, I learned from what you did, like the coaching call. I do like master classes with my, with my interns now, because, you know, I don't, I, I, I got to the point where I have so much to teach and like it be, it'll be such a waste. And especially now during this crazy times, you know, I think it's really important for everyone to look after each other, you know, like, yeah. so I knew that there was a lot of people that wanted my skill set in podcasting. And I knew that I needed a lot of, you know, PR or marketing and Facebook ads and all of that. I, di- I didn't know everything, but I knew that I, I was kind of, I, I had the podcasting thing down and people wanting to learn and I'm wanting to learn from other people. And it's just this really beautiful program that we started where people could do that. And I think mm-hmm. it's really important. And, and like I said, it's, I think the biggest impact you've had is that no limits mentality. It's like, oh, it, it, it could actually be simple. Like, oh, okay, let me just post this ad and see what happens. <laughs> I remember messaging him like, by the way, Mal, I don't want to like, <laughs> you know, is anyone off? <laughs> But how do I do this? And you're just like, yeah, just just post it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's that simple. As women, I think sometimes because we're socialized into, and I keep going back and back over this again in like previous episodes, we're socialized into like perfect, being perfectionists, being caregivers, being career women, blah, 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 blah. That like we put all this like block, like mindset blocks in our head that, okay, well, I can't yeah. do that. And I see this now with my interns. Oh, I couldn't do that because I don't know. I haven't done that course yet or I haven't done this. And it's like, it takes someone yeah. who is a woman to say, no girl, you can do it. Just, just do it. Just go. <laughs> yeah. You know, I always, I, my number one thing I always say is, you know, just do it one time and see how it works out. Like when I first started with the interns, I ha- I, I didn't even know what I was doing with interns. Like I didn't, I was working my butt off doing everything on my own. And when I realized, oh, just having an intern just was allowed me that one sense of peace to the next, next sense of peace, you know? And I was like, okay, if this doesn't work, it's a beta run. That's it. You know, and it's, it's, it's no limits part one or it's no limits part two. You know, it's a continuation. You're always going to grow knowing the fact that you're going to grow every single day and everything is going to change. There's absolutely no reason why we want to stress ourselves out to be perfect because perfection is is not a thing. It's just not a thing. Everything is always going to be growing. Amazing. Okay. One last question because your time is precious. If you could give yourself advice at the start of your journey what would it be you kind of already said a lot of wisdom but I always (laughs) like to squeeze more out of my (laughs) guests so yeah what would it be if you could go back to 18 year old Mel (laughs) oh man I gosh you know if I can go back and tell myself one thing you know, knowing that I already had that short term, you know, like that no limits mindset, like I already had that. But I would say, if anything, it wouldn't be honestly going back to my 18 year old self, 
I would honestly go back into like my mid 20s self where I actually started questioning my life of like, am I on the right path? Am I going the right way? Am I doing the right things? Um, I would honestly go there because when I was 18, I thought like I was, I had real, had real, 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 no fear. Like I could care less of what anybody thought about me. And I tried absolutely everything. But when I became my mid twenties, it was like, okay, things are starting to slow down. I'm an, I'm an adult now. I got to pay bills. I got to do this. It Once was more, <laughs> yeah, it was more of that, that. Yes, exactly. It was like, okay, I'm, I'm becoming something now. And I had more people looking at me. So I, mm. I think at that point I would say, you know, I would have told myself, girl, just, it's okay. You got this. And it just kind of be my own cheerleader of like, yes, you're doing the right thing. You're on the right path. Whether if you go the right way or you go the left way, it did, it, it's not going to matter because whatever you choose to do, you're making a path wherever you go. And if there's not a path, I made one. And I would think definitely knowing back then that I can create whatever I wanted to create and not have to go the way that everybody else was going. You know, um, I was not one to follow, but I think when I started to question myself, I was yeah. like, okay, maybe I should go that way. Um, I, I would just like, that would be my, my best advice at that point was just knowing that it's okay to stop for a second and to think, okay, you are going the right way. This is your passion. This is where I want to be. And my end goal, no matter where I'm at and what I'm doing was I was going to inspire and empower somebody, you know, it was going to, it was going to transform somebody's mind. I love that. And I recently, like I said, I recently went through that before I just turned 25. Um, I think it's because a lot of my friends are very successful in the corporate world and I just left that world and I just think, oh my God, this is so unstable. It's very much like feast and famine at the moment. And then I was like, hang on a minute. No, I spent years and most of my you know, university life looking for the perfect employer. And then the more I got, you know, I was training up my interns, it just dawned on me. I was like, I spent all this time looking for the perfect employer where it was me. Yes. <laughs> <That's> my employer. <laughs> yes. It's like this really nice walk that I did in my, when I was on my 25th birthday. And I was like, girl, you got this. Like, yes. <laughs> it's so nice. You know, and that's, that's exactly right. Like knowing, you know, what, see, that's the thing that people have, and, and I, I, I know I'm probably running over your time, whatever, no, but like love it. knowing, knowing that not everybody has that entrepreneur mindset. That was the biggest thing for me too. It was like, no one understands me. Why doesn't anybody understand me? And it was because I was not placing myself with other people like me. Yeah. I was constantly in a room full of people who were nothing like me whatsoever. And when I realized that I needed to be around more people like me, Yes. was when I was like, holy, my mind just blew because I was like, this is it. This is what I'm meant to do. And I'm not questioning myself anymore because I knew exactly who I wanted to be, where I wanted to go at that moment because I had other people with the same mindset of like, yeah, you can do that. I do this all the time. You know, it was, it was more of that. So knowing that it's okay to have those people like 
my family don't always understand what I do. My, you know, my, a lot of my loved ones, a lot of my friends think I'm nuts, but <laughs> there's also those other people who are like, oh God, girl, you're, you totally got this. You're amazing. You're this, you're that. Do this. You can do that. Like knowing what hand to put those people in and to know that those don't go together. Like you don't put those things together. Like sometimes peanut butter and jelly are taste great, but sometimes it just tastes awful. So don't put them together, (laughs) you know? And when I realized that, that's what changed my whole life. Like literally changed my whole life of knowing like, yeah, you think I'm crazy, but that's okay. I still love you. You have your, you have that your thing. You can do your corporate thing because that's what you do. And you can go to school for five gazillion years. That's great. (laughs) I will be self-taught over here because I can do that. And I know now more than ever that it's okay. It's okay to not be that person that everybody wants you to be. You know, the corporate world hello, like I've done it, been there. It's not for me. Like I am not one to take orders from anybody. Like I am really not. I'm awful. Like I will, I will work with somebody and I'm like, Oh my God, this is great. And then like a month later, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing? (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, it's so true. And now I'm so, I'm getting used to, um, just saying, even my housemate, she's just like, I don't know what she does. She works online. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I work online. I, I, I do things. <laughs> but thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I could talk to you like for hours, you know that. And thank yeah. you so much for being on the show and dropping your wisdom. And I know a lot of people will reach out to you and get more of your wisdom because you're amazing. And thank you so oh, much for you. the time. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I, I know, honestly, like I love what I do. And if I can help anybody out there, like, please come to me. I, I love to chat. You know, it's, it's my thing. That's, that's definitely my thing. <laughs> awesome. Oh, um, let me just stop recording. This podcast is sponsored by Pauline Malubai Consulting. We are an agency that support visionary CEOs with strategy, coaching, and implementation support. We are their right-hand partners in building and scaling their operations and revenue streams. We give them the space to own their CEO role. If you want to find out more, visit helpmepauline.com and let's continue the conversation. Hey friends, hope you enjoyed this episode of How She Owns It. If you want to be a part of a collective of purpose-driven female visionaries, join our Facebook group, How She Owns It, for insightful conversations, new friendships with fellow CEOs, and tips and tricks to help you in your entrepreneurial journey. Running, building, and scaling a business is hard work, so give yourself credit for owning your definition of success. Now go out and help someone else by subscribing, sharing, and passing this episode on. Give us a review and don't be shy to connect with me on my socials. I can be found at at CEO Pauline Malubai. See you in the next one.